0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the holy three in one who comes to eliminate our sins. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the question for this morning is Have you pooped yet? Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Now, the reason for that is that today is Mother's Day, and I I understand that, and I appreciate that it is Mother's Day. I have a mother, and she has been a great person to me, and all of you that are mothers here should be absolutely honored on this day. But today is also the seventh Sunday of Easter and today is also the 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 sixth sign of life that we're taking a look at today and that sign of life that we're taking a look at is this sign of life which is excrement it's excreting it's it's this sign of life that is well it's actually kind of an important sign of life I mean if you're not doing this there's a problem The average American in this country excretes, just in terms of poop, 14 ounces a day. Now, that's an average, keep in mind, but that also means that there's about 300 pounds throughout the course of the year. That's a lot. And if you were going to try to hold that all in your body, it would be bad. And I figure, you know, honestly, of all of the people that probably understand this concept of this being a sign of life, and an important thing to notice, it's going to be mothers. Those people that changed our dirty diapers... Those people that watched over us with care and made sure that our bodies were functioning. Mothers are going to get this. In fact, mothers get this so well that I remember the first time that I went in for a doctor's appointment with our our first child, our first baby, and I remember the doctor asking a question. I remember the doctor saying, well, how many dirty diapers has she had? And how many wet diapers has she had? And, And I was like, wait... I need to be taking track, I need to be, like, marking this down, how many, like, is there an app for that? (laughs) There is, by the way. (laughs) And the reason the doctor asked it is, it's important. It's important if you're not doing that, if stuff isn't coming out of you, that's going to be bad. In fact, I'll tell you how bad. This story comes from a friend of mine who is now a Lutheran pastor. I won't tell you where because it's probably a little bit embarrassing for him. But it, it, it comes from him. And I, for some reason, I don't know why I have held this story in my brain for this amount of time. I figure it has to be the Holy Spirit who is just saying, one day you're going to use this in a sermon. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, my friend, he went to Boy Scout camp. And, and going to Boy Scout camp, he was, uh, well, you know, just a little bit shy. And, and he was like, well, I, I, I don't want to poop at Boy Scout camp. And so what he did was he resolved that he wasn't going to poop at Boy Scout camp. Now, keep in mind, Boy Scout camp was like for a week. <laughs> And he said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do it, I'm just not going to risk it, I'm not going to risk anybody seeing me go in there, anybody saying anything, I'm just not going to risk it, I am going to keep it all welled up inside me. And so he does a pretty good job the first few days. Then around the end of the third day, he starts to not feel so well. He starts to go, "Oh, I don't feel good at all." And his resolve begins to wear away. He gets nauseous. His body literally starts to shake. And he finally goes, "Well, OK, we're doing this." And he runs to the bathroom. He says, "I felt better immediately. When I sat down and pooped, now there's a lot of reason that I bring that story up. A big reason for that is we're talking about our signs of life as Christians, our signs of life as a Christian people who gather together in this sermon series. This whole year, we're talking about what it is to be the body of Christ. That when we are baptized, we are made to be his body. And as his body, we exhibit certain signs of life. And those signs of life are what we're digging into this Easter season. And this is a sign of life that you just can't get around. It's maybe not a real dignified sign of life. In fact, it's a sign of life that a lot of us, well, we probably try to hide. In fact, I remember a seminary professor that I had at the seminary, Professor Warnick. Professor Warnick said, Men, he would always start important things off like that. Men, it's important for you, when you arrive to church on Sunday, before anybody gets there, use the restroom. <laughs> We're like, Dr. Warnick, why? Dr. Warnick he kind of moved like a Muppet. <laughs> Dr. Warning said, Well, it's important that none of the people in your congregations see you go to the restroom. <laughs> I was like, Okay, how, how come? I, I mean, I'll bite. Well, it's just going to be uncomfortable for them. Okay, fair enough. And what he was saying there is, it's going to make people feel uncomfortable to know that their pastor is a human being and know that their pastor exhibits those particular signs of life. And I disagree. That's why every Sunday in between Bible class and worship, you'll find me in the men's restroom. We have a lot of good talks in there. But sometimes it does make people uncomfortable. And I think that's a little bit of what we're afraid of. Right? Because kind of metaphorically, when we're thinking about this sign of life, we're thinking about our sins. We're thinking about those things that build up in us as a natural byproduct of living in a world that is cursed by original sin. We're thinking about those sins that we commit day in and day out. We're thinking about those things that we just confess, those things that we have done wrong and those things that are right that we haven't done. Those things build up in our lives. And we sometimes, well, we try to hold them in, right? Because kind of like pooping, they're embarrassing. They smell funny. Sound funny. Some people, if they had an opportunity to be anywhere near that, they would gag. I mean, there's a lot of similarities. And yet, there's also a great similarity with what needs to happen. And we see what happens if we forget about that in this reading in Acts 1. You've got this guy named Judas. This guy who actually walks into his story probably feeling very righteous probably feels like his stuff doesn't stink if you get my meaning he walks into that thinking well i know what's right i know what's righteous i am going to be the person who says this is the direction that things are going to go in and that direction is that i am going to have jesus put to death And the only way that he can do that is by thinking that he is in the right, thinking that he is the one who is going to be the arbiter of what is right and what is wrong. And so he goes and he tries to hold all of that stuff in, which is what we try to do. We try to say, God, I'm, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to deal with all of this stuff in my life. I'm going to deal with it on my own. You, you don't need to worry about it. I'm just going to take it on to myself. And God goes, don't do that. Because you're not able to deal with it. I mean, how do we deal with our stuff? Well, we flush it, right? Right? And after that, for most of us, most of us are like, flushed, I'm done. We walk away feeling much better, not caring where that stuff went. But that stuff actually has to get taken care of. It actually has to go to a processing plant. It actually has to get sent someplace. And that is what Jesus does for us. That all we have to do, brothers and sisters, is all we have to do is we have to come here and confess our sins. And flush. All we have to do is say, I, a poor, miserable sinner and flush. And God says from there, I'm going to take it. I'm going to do what I have to do in order to make sure that that stuff goes away from you. That you never have to think about those sins again. That all of that stuff that's been building up in you for this whole week, that all you have to do is come here and hear those words, I forgive you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And just today, imagine the sound of a flushing toilet after that. And it's gone. And God deals with it how he needs to deal with it, which is by the death of his son on that cross. And it's gone. Forever. That's what Judas didn't get. Had Judas gone to his fellow disciples and said, guys, I screwed up. Had Judas gone to people and say, I, I know that, that Jesus would forgive even this. And I confess it. Flush. Forgive you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. But instead he let it build up. Build up. To even the point where it says and i think with no little sense of irony that he hum- <clears throat> that he hung himself and that his bowels gushed out of him we don't want to get to that place and we don't have to because we have a god who is promised That all we need to do, with all of the embarrassing, with all of the disgusting, with all of the smelly, with all of the gross-looking, with all of the gross-sounding sins that we have, that all we need to do is come to him, and that he will forgive those sins. Because Jesus has already paid the price for them to be forgiven. That he's saying, just give those things to me. Let me worry about them. Let me have dominion of those parts of your life. Let me forgive you. And so it's a sign of life. And maybe the most disgusting sign of life that we have as Christians. But a sign of life nonetheless that we come to God with our stuff and say, Lord, please flush it away. So may you, this week, may you give over to God whatever sins you're holding inside of you right now. And perhaps only this week, But this week, every time you hear a toilet flushing, which is on average five times a day for most Americans, every time you hear a toilet flushing, may you also hear the forgiveness of God that He has to give you. Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Amen. Please rise as we.